Okay, there you go. Tap in, friend. Three, two, one. Testing, 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 and we're live. It's late in LA, and this is the Life and Times. Life and Times, baby. Yo, yo. Hello. Who's in the building? What's How up, you doing, man? man? How we doing? Welcome to the Life of Tones. Fantastic. I'm Introduce yourself, bro. Here we man. go. Man, some people call me Steven. Some people call me Steven Marcus Relaford. Some people call me Mango Mafia. Some people call me Bathrobe Steve. <laughs> <laughs> but just don't call me late for dinner. You know, that's all it is. I'm uh, hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I said that shit with a straight face, bro. I'm starving. <laughs> we starving. <laughs> Man. But um, yeah, man, LA native. I've been doing stand up comedy for about 13 years. And okay. um, yeah, man, just out here on the underground side of the game, just trying to slay yeah. some jokes and make something shake. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're trying to do every day, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. The pursuit of art, the pursuit of ourselves. I mean, bro, so you're from LA. I'm from here. How do you feel about us, transplants? Yeah. We're not from here, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the. You know, like, well, I'm here for In and Out, bro. What's going on here? What's, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry to say this, but the people that they say. Are the, everything that they say about LA's that's whack, it's the transplants making oh, it whack, damn, man. man. Except yeah. for us, lifetime. <laughs> man, marketing. I'm just saying, they be like, oh, LA, uh, everyone's like into uh, the woo woo or like the spiritual shit. Or, like, oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's all yeah. y'all leave in Minnesota coming yeah, here yeah. looking for a new no, lease no. on life. I've been in some apartments, bro. <laughs> I've been in some apartment complexes, and when I get back in the room, you know, you know, about to go in the paint. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of crystals. There's a lot of stories. Lot of yeah. There's one girl like she's like, I want to fix your aura. I was like, All right, that bitch from Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, and she wasn't from here. Because the girls from here, they oh man, shout out the girls from here. <laughs> it's just a different vibe, man. It's a different. All For the real. traffic, the transplants. No, uh, no, for no, I was gonna no. say, LA has been lauded for its traffic. <laughs> well, Absolutely. for years, for years, for years. The people not saying excuse me. Oh, yeah. transplant, yeah, man, that, bro. LA people ain't that rude. Yo, man, we that, used to shoot people for bro, that. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I don't like. I've run into it because, like, I'll be around nice areas around here, and these dudes move like they from somewhere. <laughs> like, yeah. they'll bump <laughs> you, they'll do all types of shit. I'm like like NPCs, bro. They bro, just walking and around. And I'm like. Has no one ever hit you? <laughs> like, like, has no one ever hit you for like what you've done? And there's usually a yes. They never. No one's ever before. challenged you before. No one's at challenged all. Right. Ever in your life. I see the fucking dude right, and his hot dogs like drizzling mayo and ketchup and <laughs> messy, all, and this old chips and shit like that. All over. I'm trying to do my job. It, it was intense, and it, he's behind some lady. Right, you're supposed to show respect. Lady, what are mm-hmm. you doing? Mm-hmm. This guy is dribbling ketchup and God mustard damn. right next to this lady, like Going a little crazy inches, with sauce. inches away from her. And I was like, someone should hit him. Someone should do it. Someone should hit this dude. Where's Batman? Someone should smack you with that, <laughs> like that ketchup like that. Hey man, what are your early influences? Like, what made you? You know, you look at the TV. I want to be like that. Oh, as far as comedy, um. You know, I will say, like, of course, some of the greats. You got Bernie Mac. Of course. Robin Harris. Yeah, of course. Uh, even old school, like Moms Mabley, who some of my family's put me on. Uh, George Carlin. Of course. But I would say, like, as far as comics that I, I resonate with, of course, Richard Pryor. Yeah. But. Big Doug. Paul Mooney and Dick Gregory. 
Yeah, I love those two. I love Paul Mooney two. and Dick Gregory. Man, rest in peace. <laughs> Both of them, yeah. Rest, rest in, in peace, peace bro. Uh, oh, my I, God. I feel like I'm like. Imagine Paul Mooney right now in this climate. Oh, my gosh. He be eating it up, yeah. bro. Oh, my Damn, gosh. He be eating it up. I, oh, oh my gosh. So uh, One of yeah, my favorites, man. Those are, those are my guys right there. Of course, of course uh, Patrice O'Neal. She's rest but, in peace. Um, I, I definitely liken myself to Paul Mooney and Dick Gregory. I want to give you a message. And I think the message is almost more important than the comedy. Like, I'm at the point where I'm like, I ain't trying to entertain nobody. Yeah. I ain't trying to I, mean, just, I ain't trying to tap dance for you. <laughs> no shit. I'm gonna come here and tell you some real shit. But I'm man, I'm wrapped in so much of the humor where it's gonna be funny, but I'm like No, I, you I, have a layered performance. I watched you, bro. Thank you, thank you. I, I watched this man. He's good. He's great. Thank you. Thank you. Life and time. Yeah. I definitely feel like comedians in that like in like Welcome mental state and like that type of uh, No, we all do it. That's how you know you're part of the crew. I've actually punched the box. Bro, we're talking about some boxing shit. I was like drunk. I was like, bow, jab, right there. (laughs) Quick jab. Mike didn't see it coming. And listen, should have been watching out. uh, Life and Times. What are you saying? But um, I feel like uh, a lot of comedians that find themselves in that type of like state of thinking find a lot of good material. Find a lot of good material. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I get, I, I revel in. Material that I've yet to do almost every day. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to do this material. I can't wait to do this bit. Also, though, I find that comics who follow this pathway, the access to stage time is limited. It's limited. People you, you, think that I'm funny, but they also are like, I don't know if that's going to work in this room. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, a lot of some comics that is like punchline, bang, 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 bang. It's funny three minutes, right? His takes some time. Honestly, you deserve like a ten to thirty. You know, like on a on a humble. Like every time you come up, because the jokes won't be funny until ten, eleven, twelve. Like I love it. Start I, really I, hitting, bro. I've been. I watched a lot of comedy, right? Like when I got here, that's all I was doing. And then I'm a, I've been an avid fan, bro. I used to listen to that shit in the fucking basement in my crib. Yeah, and just listening to everybody, like Jeff Gardner. Oh my god, so mm-hmm. many people, bro. Mm-hmm. This. In my basement, and then I go to see it live, and I meet comedians, and I see how you guys think and do. Yeah, it's fucking lit, bro. Thank you, man. I'm a fan, bro. Thank you, thank you. Welcome thank to you. the life and times. Thank you. That, hey, that just puts even more gas in my heart to you know make this shit no, happen. Keep doing what you're doing, keep bro. Going, bro. I will. There's so man. many avenues, bro. Like when I saw your shit, I was like, nah, this dude's good. <laughs> thank you, man. This dude's thank funny. You. Like yeah, and, and, and like intuitive, right? You're speaking on the culture, right? Like yes. in the moment, bro. Yes. It's very intuitive. It's very witty, bro. Thank you. Thank you, G. I yeah, appreciate no, that. no. I feel like we got, got show love, dog. Thank you, man. Yeah, I'm I feel like, out, yeah, this is like Drink Champs. I'm like, hey, thank you for the flight. <laughs> hey, bro, this is the life of Tom's, bro. We're not a bad time. We're the best time. Ooh. Yo, but we got to talk about all the times, right? <clears throat> so here at the life of Tom's, <clears throat> I'd like to do a mental health check. How are you feeling from 1 to 10? If you don't want to begin, I can begin, my friend. Oh, okay. Well, I'll say like... After your compliment right now, I was I probably came in at, at, a, at a three, mentally. Yeah. But you just gassed me up a little bit, so I think I'm at like a six. I mean, that's the purpose. And no, right? Are, right? It's above five, right? It's a shoot. Exactly. <laughs> hey, hey. Yo, we're above the 50% I'm trying here, to get okay? past that five. Every time I drive. Just keep going. Keep going. Man, it's, I mean, I feel fine. 
Yeah. And I probably feel like that ever since of the word of fine. That's yeah. just it. You yeah. Know? Just nothing <laughs> greater than nothing my head's less than. Above water right now. <laughs> yeah. you know? I'm fucking, oh uh, man, I'm breathing. <laughs> it's good. Uh, can I keep this uh, up? I don't know. But I can hey, I'm here right, right now. Like, I mean, I, yeah, I'm still breathing. So I'm winning, right? <laughs> you know, uh, it takes a lot, man, <laughs> but I'm here. <laughs> but I've been taking L's, bro. I've been taking L's since the top of the year, essentially, right before the new year. I've just been taking L after L after L. Yeah. And it's been some good shit. You know, hey. it's been some positive shit. But man, really about I've been building character. <laughs> hey, it's no way. On these L's. <laughs> you gotta build character. There's no way around it. So <laughs> I tell all my guests right now, sir, this is my third phone. All right. Okay. 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 Yeah, we've always been sharing L's here at the Life and Times. You know, always, like, always. Bro. You know, I just had to get this third phone, and now I'm growing up as a person. I think <laughs> this is the phone for me. Third this one is, is the time for me. Right. You know, third time's to try. Don't, don't let your fourth phone hear that. I, oh, I, I'm, in, I'm a blind on my fourth phone. I'm not gonna. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna sign up with these guys. They gonna give me a fresh one. You know, but you know, that's my plus. Uh, Life and Times. All right, Aaron, how are you feeling, bro? From a one to ten. I'm comedian David Race in Los Angeles. I host a celebrity-filled paranormal talk show like no other. Monstrosity has great guests answering weird questions. You won't believe the combo of celebrities and paranormal experts who've been on this show. I guarantee you'll like Monstrosity, or you get your time back. Go to monstrositypodcast.com right now and take a look. I was saying I was cruising around at four or five the last couple of days, but like, I don't know, bro, meeting up with you tonight, meeting up with you. I'm at a solid like seven or eight right now, bro. And that's I feel like up. at the end of the show, who knows? We may be at a nine. Right? We're up. cruising. Bro. That's what's up. Listen, man. This is the human experience. We got to do this shit together. We have to, right? Yes. right? We got to meet up. We got to huddle around the fire, bro. We yes. got to huddle this. around the podcast. Right? <laughs> like what about you, dude? Um, me, one to ten, bro. I'm not going to lie, bro. I, I've been... I've been up since eight. Yep. <laughs> it's a uh, nine. So 12 hours straight. Yep. You know, dialed Set in. Set feeling. Uh, this dialed in. I, I need to be successful creatively. I need to be successful financially. I need to be successful mentally. I need to be. Hey, I know these things, right? And I've been like really playing the game of not even playing the game, like doing the work. Me versus me. Like yeah. my habits versus my decisions. Mm, Absolutely. And bro. that's. Yeah. Bro, I'm cruising you at eight. You and your habits. Cruising yeah, yeah, at yeah. eight, but it takes discipline. It sucks. And it, it, like, sucks. To battle these parts of yourselves, like, too, like, these negative so habits. So many things, bro, like, 420 is coming up. Oh, I got to work. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got to grow up. Uh, oh, I got a job. I got a pension. I got a family. Uh, uh, responsibilities. You know, more, more. Bro, in like 10 you. years, that's going to be me. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and like, right now, you know, I lie. I cheat. I, <laughs> I drink. <laughs> I'm still. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner, you know? I'm a degenerate. Hey, my family down south going to hear that and be like, uh, we I'm get so, you to church you next doing? week. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm coming down south. Our apologies. I, I'm going to have them on here. It's going to be lit. <laughs> no, it's going to be fantastic. Life in times. Life in okay. times. Now that we got how you feel, how do you get on that stage, bro? Oh, yeah. man. 
I How love. do you get up there? That's a lot of pressure. Because, like, man. even right this now. shit, bro. I got a little sweat. My hands. Oh, oh what's going sweating. on? Oh, we're a little nervous. Oh, Wait, you still, you still talking in front of Mike? Huh? Man. I, you know <laughs> what? <It's, laughs> eight moms. It's so wild because now I couldn't even imagine myself doing anything else. Okay. So you got yeah, comfortable. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm so tired now, bro. I love it. I love getting up on stage. Yeah. Um, man, how do I do it? I just have like, I mean, I still get nervous and I feel like it's good nerves. You know, I'm really yeah. excited because it's just Yeah, you like, should care about what you're doing. Yeah. And it's like, it's that, you know, how how is this going to go? Am I going to do the bit that I've been wanting to do? Or am I going to go into some other direction? Am I going to riff about this? Am I going to, you know, hit this the way that I want to hit it? But man, the, the thrill is like, it's like being on a roller coaster. And every roller coaster, every stage is different. But it's always that same feeling. <laughs> You know that same initial <laughs> feeling that you get that tick tick. Hey, oh. I'll never forget, bro. Yeah. I was the with my loops grandparents, are bro. Yeah, he was on the Hulk ride, bro. <laughs> and then, like on the Hulk ride, right? You go to the side, you see the motherfucker transforming into the Hulk. Yeah. First but and no. foremost, man, what is the origin, right? Like me, like the first thing I ever done creatively is poetry, right? Mm-hmm. Like I have an origin story. I'm like Spider Man. I got mm-hmm. bit by a bug and I started rhyming, right? Mm-hmm. And Aaron, you have an origin story with your film, how you got into it. Yeah, bro. You know, um, and, and yeah. All goes back around to like say middle school is what like initially yeah, started off that passion. Started. Right, so like, right. Wrote a story, did well. What about you? You know, you guys are touching on something like uh I think about this quite often. I had a, a middle school teacher, a poetry teacher too. Uh, shout uh, out to poetry teachers, shout man. Out, Changing lives, man. Look at bro. this. Look yeah, at this, yeah. man. He was it's the uh, English teachers. He was, hey, hey, English teachers too, it man. Is. That math teacher, he's just yelling at you, bro. He's just yelling, bro. You got some problems he's just back passing home. you every day. Yeah. You know, I got math anxiety because of bro. <laughs> For real. Dude, For I real. had a stats class. Ugh. Dude, oh, horrible. Dude, that was stressing, man. Ain't nothing creative happening with the Nothing's numbers. Nothing's going like on. That. It's just numbers, man. <laughs> Shit. Just plug it in. Just <laughs> plug I had, it in. I, and he was like a drill sergeant. He was like retired from the military or Marines. Uh, and he just had this energy about him to where it was so interesting to see him be so passionate about poetry and creative writing. And he had still this military Oh, like his stature. Energy. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's always yeah. good when it's conflicting, right? And he was teaching us like, oh, military cadences and some of the rhymes and poems that they would, you know, say when they're writing yeah, when they're and shit like job. that. And uh, that was probably like the first time I got a taste of like writing and putting words together. And I found out that I was, you know, above decent at that. And then I want to say like a second part of it was as I'm finishing my senior year or my senior year, I get into the um, the news and TV broadcasting at Chatsworth High School. So Shout now I'm that. like an anchor for the yeah. for high school. So <laughs> see me every morning. Everybody give me your attention man. right yeah, here. Man. I wish All eyes on me right now. Dude, I wish I had that shit going, man. My school shut down, bro. That shit was annoying. Oh, man. Halfway through. So yeah. two years public school, two years online. Oh, my God. Like the experience was weird. That's strange. I know. I was building character. But That's back to strange. you. <laughs> <laughs> Always building character. I might as well be homeschooled. Turn off the laptop. Fuck these <laughs> Hey man, now, I, now my job, I'm on my laptop. <laughs> it's circling back, man. I'm a kid again. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's how life works. Life and times. Hey, 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 said it, man. Said the thing. Said it, man. That's on brand. We love that. That's how it works. Cool. But yo, you were on the uh, the morning show. So I was on. Yeah, I was, was a, I was an anchor for our news morning show. So everyone got 
to see me every morning. I got to say what we was eating for lunch and anything that was going around the school campus and shit like that. And then um, after I had got accepted to USC and during my graduation, like I just had some speaking of taking another L, like my housing situation and my family, we weren't doing that good. So I couldn't accept my USC shit and I ended up moving to Texas. Mm. And um, as I was doing that, a thought came over me of like, yo, you've been told that you've been funny and you should do stand up your whole life. Now, I would hate to get all the way to my deathbed and not attempted, attempted something that seemed like it was for me. So around 21, 22, I ran into this comic, Samuel J. Comroy, who was a who was later on America's Got Talent, really funny comic, this white dude, he has Tourette's, and he twitches, like, he blinks a lot. That's his Tourette's. But funny dude, I met him at, like, a Barney's Beanery or some bar, and um, I told him I wanted to do stand-up, and he was like, all right, you want a spot? Come down to the comedy store. Gave you opportunity. Yo. And uh, I got you in the main room. So I've never done an open mic, never got on front of people in the stage like that, and my first show was at the comedy store. In the main room. And I write some shit. <clears throat> the day comes up. I pull up. My family's there. Crushed it. As you should, bro. <laughs> Crushed As it. you should. The first taste, bro. First, the first, bro, first yeah. taste, main room, packed out crowd. Probably over 200, probably almost 300 people in the room. And uh, it was elating, man. It was a beautiful experience. Did five minutes really barely even remember what I did other than like these two jokes that I still do to this day. Flow state. And, um, yeah, the definitely feeling the flow stuck. state. The feeling oh my burn, bro. Yeah, man. The, the being a moment, bro. And uh, ever since, I mean, probably everything was downhill since then. <laughs> oh, bro, that's how it is, That's how it is. about the roller coaster, bro? Listen, is this it? Listen, Is this it? I remember I started doing the poetry thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> I used to send it to this girl, right? Yeah. After the sixth phone, she was like, all right. <laughs> you gonna f- me or not? Yeah, yeah. Like, that was like my whole thing growing like, this up. This is sweet as f- yeah, like My p- wet. Do it. it. You like, had my p- wet Take off your glasses, phone. <laughs> It was a lot, man. I was growing up. I was building character. Uh, One to four got me wet. But now you just write. I'm like, are we pen pals? Because I was trying to workshop. <laughs> I, I thought we had a junior relationship. <laughs> I man. thought it was real. All right. Um. Yeah. No, I, I, I had a, and I after actually after I did stand up, I was still writing poetry. Yeah. I had my first. Poem. I mean, it's a duality, right? Oh yeah, they overlap for sure. They have to. I had my first poem published like in 2014, mm. and I entered a contest, and I had a whole like little zine and lookbook Damn. made after it and shit like that. Super cool, and um, people tell me. When I get off stage, oh my comedy is like poetry. They're that's like, your cadence. Oh, it, that's your cadence. That's yeah. your cadence. Yeah, they're yeah. like, yo, the way you put shit together, you're like it reminds me of poetry. And I'm like, oh, dish, thank you, thank you. And I know it's from that background that I have from writing and, and being in that class. Kind of bleeds together. Yeah, anything you together. do kind of blends in, right? It like does whatever bleed you used to in. be it into, it all your blends passions. into your next thing, right? And to go back to the influence question, yeah. today. As far as what influences me comedically is not other comics. It's battle rap. 
Hey, <laughs> battle yo, rap is the most hilarious yo, theater rap, poetry ever. It's the most aggressive poetry match ever, bro. Man. It's like, why is Edgar Allan Poe so mad? Yeah. Like, it's serious. Like, they got motifs. Edgar Allan Poe with a glue-rag. Statements. Yeah, <laughs> like, they, it's serious. The you pros is serious, bro. Yes. Very serious. And the punch, I, I listen to that shit all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for real. Bro, I was like a feed for that. Shout out to battle rappers. Bro. Shout out to battle rappers. Shout Dude, out to one clip. Oh, Oh, Daylight's funny as what, bro? Got me, he got me in my and bag. He got bars. He got bars. He got bars. He's one of the best to do it, man. He is, bro. Especially like to make it funny. Yes. You know, I'm like, fuck. It's tough. It's tough, bro. Because he still yeah. wins the he wins the battle. He wins hands down. <laughs> He's a good yeah, man. Damn, I didn't think I was be talking about battle rap. Shut up, that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how's it doing it live? Like we talked about the flow set, like. The flow state and everything like that. Oh, like, doing it live is the best. Like, if you haven't been to a comedy show, I encourage you, wherever you are, wherever town, city, state, wherever you are in the world, invest in a local comedy show, a local open mic, and be willing to seek out dope people doing dope things. Because you might, it's like to find good comedy, it's work. To find great comedy is even more work. And you have to be willing to take some L's. You might go to a show, because I've heard a lot of times either people have never been to a comedy show or their last experience was a little lackluster and well, now they I haven't think been back. The biggest thing with people is that like they think comedy shows are a regular show, bro. And they go up to the front. Yeah. <laughs> and then they somebody start cracking on them, then they can't handle <laughs> that shit. I told my friends that we were going to the comedy store, right? We we're going to support somebody. Yeah. And I walk up there. I'm like, they're trying to go to the front. I'm like, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that, bro. Don't do that. They go up there. And it's like, oh, they're making fun of me. Like, yeah, they're going to make fun <laughs> of you. Some crowd. people want to be made fun of. Yeah, some people go for that, bro. Yeah. Some people are masochists, bro. <laughs> <laughs> for real. I think I'm that sometimes myself. But I think um, people also get familiar with comedy just like through Netflix and HBO specials. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. styles are different. Styles are different. YouTube, styles are different. TikTok, there's a lot and of platforms. It's just, a, it's just yeah, you're more right. production around once you got it on your screen yeah, versus it's like you being like in the a, room. Uh, what, like a movie versus a play? Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely I've heard theater. that. Dif- I've yeah. heard them like... I think that's different. And it's like, I've heard different. that conversation about like on bits that get leaked out from other comics and then people immediately start trashing it online. People were like, they discussed the the vibe of being live. You gotta mm-hmm. have like the... Yes, yeah, nuance. Like the beating heart of the audience in a sense, you know, like you mm-hmm. know it, but it's... Doesn't translate. Well it's not, if you're not in a room, I've seen. Yeah, like, so you, I've you seen should go a to the room. Work on some shit. <clears throat> like top tier guys, I've seen that. a lot of people work on some shit. Like comedians just doing shows with comedians and mm-hmm. working on their stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like workshop stuff, stuff, bro. And it's good stuff. You got to go and you know, sample, Experience bro. It. It's whatever mm-hmm. you want. Yeah, comedy. Uh, for me, it's kind of like taking sh- like me in my house and on my phone. I'm like writing sheet music. I'm like a conductor. And every audience is a different instrument. For sure. Yeah. Or you play it the same, but the instrument might be tuned differently depending on the makeup and the demographic of the audience. You might have nothing but 50 plus. I've done a show last week in Venice. Everybody in the crowd, at least 30, 40% of the crowd was older, 50 and up. You know, and I got to do the same jokes that I would do in a younger room or uh, the same type of demographic where it's, you know, people like our age, though 
where the jokes hit, how the laughter hit was slightly different. Like the music just plays yeah, different. The pockets yeah. are different. And, and that's the joy for me of seeing like how this music plays differently in each room. It's like the best analogy I yeah. think I've heard yeah, for no, like I mean, you got to be accustomed, right? Thank you got to yeah. acquiesce to whoever you're in a room with, right? Best yeah. analogy I've heard for that, to describe yeah. that environment. Yeah, it is. And, it's, and every <clears throat> instrument is going to sound different. Everything is going to be completely different. So if you see me at a show, you won't get the same show. You won't get the same set. Like I, even on my, myself, I pride myself not doing the same material all the time. I pride myself being flexible on stage. And that allows me, I like this, This I, I work with this DJ a lot, this guy named um, AC the PD. And how he is about music is how I liken myself about comedy. He's a purist about music. He's like, I ain't listened to the radio since 98. <laughs> Everybody's trash. Bro. Everybody fell off. Like, if you name somebody, yeah. they fell no. off to him. Hey, yeah. Yo, it's, Who are they? it's old heads. <laughs> they just live in their era, bro. This is when music <laughs> ended. I love right. that about him because... His thing, his whole notion is like hip hop and music is supposed to be fresh and it's always supposed to be pushing the envelope. And oh, he, I see what you're saying. He compares it, yeah, he compares it to like music that's really good. It makes a dancer dance a new move. Yeah. A dancer wants yeah. to be brought out of their they want to be inspired. Containment. Yeah, they want to be inspired yeah. to do a new move that they've yeah. never done before. And that only comes with new music. If you listen to the same song, you're typically going to do the same move that you associate that song with. Yeah. You're going to do your two-step. Yeah, no, it's a culture behind it. That's why certain yeah. cultures have certain musics and genres. Right. Bro, it's real shit. Right. It's real shit. So you get you get new music. It, it It's something fresh in your ear that it opens you up to do a new move that you hadn't thought about. And I, I say the same thing with comedy. Like, for the comics or anyone who's listening to this who want advice, which I don't like giving... But your space is A, meaning pay attention to the environment that you're in because the moment is what's funny. Like you being in the moment and you being authentically there and present is going to lead you the way you want to go. And your materials B, but your material must be in your DNA. You must have it so seamless. It must be so seamless in your DNA to where it's like you can come out of the woodwork with it and you can be... Here you can be there, and then next thing you know, there's an idea that comes and it connects you to your material that you've been having, and, and boom, you can interweave all this stuff together. Just staying fluid, man. Like staying fluid. Um, I definitely think that is like an important quality of comedy that, like what you were talking about, it inspires new dancers to find new movements. It can inspire people to find new different types of thinking. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I found my mind changed several times because a comedian phrased something a different way or introduced a new perspective or broke through down a joke. The argument, you know? Yeah, and then you're like, oh, fuck, no, he's, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. This makes sense. And I yeah. feel like, it's like, especially since like 2020, comedians have become more and more of a, like a force to... Well, it's better than politics, right? Yeah. Like, comedians actually like philosophies. Like, like, yeah, like bro. philosophy. We're getting philosophers back. That's the comedian's role. That's, yeah, and 100%. Yeah. I thank y'all for saying that, because I feel yeah. like... I mean, that's that's what it should be, right? It's what no, it should I think be, that's, that's the essence of Comedy. The, the, the gig itself. I think mm-hmm. the gig itself is meant for people who ever have the calling to speak on their environment in a way that's constructive, funny, and to the point without getting them killed. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm Malcolm X. I'm also like, any punchline necessary. Yeah, I'm also in the belief, like, if you do say something wild, you, you got to take those things, bro. You got to, because, I mean, where I'm from, you can't you can't just say shit, bro. Somebody's going to, like, debate you. I disagree. Like, it's going to be a disagreement. <laughs> no, <laughs> so you, you got to be ready. You got you to gotta be willing to back yourself up. You got to be willing yeah. to speak on, like, a truth. And that's where I feel like there's comics who are kind of more jokey-jokey who are in it just to tell jokes. And then I think there's comics who are actually like have the calling to be like, yeah, you, I'm going to be funny, but I'm also saying something too. Yeah. Yes. And that's kind of where I feel like the essence of where the art form came from. And I think it's those people who are doing it with the message behind them, support them for sure. Because it kind of uh, reminds me of this Dave Chappelle quote, like every comedian in every group of people have a champion yes. in comedy. Yes. Yeah. So it's not one group of pr- people on the planet that doesn't have a champion in comedy. That is no, yeah. there's not. Swinging there's... for the fences in their narrative as well. So, like, I think that's why it's so... It just goes so far back in time, connected. too, bro. So far back in time. Like like you said, it comes from bad circumstances, and people just start ripping on it. And yeah. That's... How long does that go back when we were taking L's from the get-go? That's bro, why, uh... what's your uh, process? Of writing? Yeah. Really, yeah. I I write on stage. I know this oh, is taboo. Okay. I know this is kind of taboo to say. I see some comedians do it. But um, I mean, now I have, now I have, I, I think about this all the time. I, even on the way here, I was writing some stuff on my phone. But I have so many jokes. I would, I don't even think I'm going to get to them all. Like, it's I don't think there. I'm going to get, because yeah. I'm, I'm constantly writing. And the stage time that I have access to isn't ample like that to where I can get through all this stuff. You ever think stuff? of like just doing your own shit? Of, of course. All the time. Yeah, I was say like all the time. Just pick up we all oh, that's what we did. Pick all up the, the camera, right? We just started doing it ourselves. You get oh. a couple of your homies over, you just do your set. Oh, all the time. And I and I've done that. I'm actually oh, I, I speak <clears> on that. Do your own shit. No matter where you are, do your own shit. Make your own mic, make your own show. Get five to ten people together and make that shit happen. But even still, I mean, like, on a level, kind of what you are talking about earlier, like, I can't book myself seven days a week. I feel you. I feel you. I feel <laughs> yeah, you. no, bro, we feel, feel you. I can I run, like, you, one, maybe two good shows. Yeah. Maybe after I get the momentum going yeah, well, a I mean, week, maybe listen, if I get the momentum and then going. I'm like, ah. And then I'm like, ah. Right. Like, got staff, right? Me and Aaron, we got staff, right? We got all the fucking money in the world. Can we do this seven days in a row, bro? Uh, bro. Seven days of the life in total? My brain's kind of sleepy. I, I want to sleep. You know, I want to play the game. Or turn <laughs> my brain off. I mean, I think a podcast, I would much rather do... I mean, once you... That's the thing. Once you have it set up... Yeah. Well, you, you can. do different topics, you, right? Every yeah, day. you have different topics. Yeah. You can yeah. bring in different people. But for me... To get thirty like audience members ah, I see. Uh, yeah. and at a location uh, seven days a week. Oh have you my peeped uh, what Lil Russell has done with his music? I love what Lil Russell. I does. love everything he's doing, bro. I and I think it can be applied to every art form. Though. I think so too. It's applicable think, everywhere. You got, bro. I'll show you some shit, bro. You show, show me some shit, please. Bro, he, I think comedy people digest comedy differently, though. Oh, music. for sure, for sure. Music, you already have your messaging, right? This is what the song about. You either subscribe or don't subscribe, or you're not going to listen to it. Comedy, I got to listen to this guy for a couple minutes. Right. You got to make a decision. So, like, it's harder. It's more nuanced. Right. Yeah. True. It's seven days. It's kind of like performance is, it's kind of like a sport. It's taxing. It's it's taxing on the brain. Or at least in, like, my experience, I'm like, fuck. 
No, no, I'm you're beat. doing shit. I'm, I'm fucking beat. No, you're doing shit. No, bro. he's active. Like, oh, bro. Like, I remember doing the personality. Time, I did, like, four <laughs> podcasts, like, back to back. That shit was crazy, though, bro. Oh, got you. <laughs> L's. Hey, yeah, it's an L. <laughs> but, no, uh, uh, I just did four podcasts back to back to back to back to back. I've done that like, before. I'm burnt out. I've done that before. Is, is yeah, you get tired. You get tired as hell. Yeah, man. Because, like, you can't just waste the energy, right? Mm-mm. Like, the energy is still here, still palpable, still in the room and shit. So, we're just uh, adjusting. But how do you navigate current culture, you know, as a comedian with everything going on? And you, uh, you can speak your truth here. Like, I will. I will you know, speak like, my truth. How, how does it feel, like, to deal with that? Like, you know, a joke is very... It can ruin a career, almost. Yeah. Uh, no, no, not almost. It does ruin careers. Yeah. Uh, you know, I feel like... Mm, I don't know. The comedy game is all kind of... It's jumbled together to where it's like... You have a mixed class of artists. Like, there hasn't been any set, definitive, like, uh, measurements between like the people who've been doing it for 10 years and the people who are looking to get to 10 years, right? So you have first graders, kindergarten, fifth graders, seniors, all in the same class. Yeah. You know, it's as no far superiority, as right? Yeah, I mean there's there's a there's hierarchy, but we're we're essentially all in the same room. And everybody has a chance to be the funniest person in that night that for 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 whatever is going on that round. But um, as far as, like, PC culture and, like, tough topics, I've always been one to talk about serious things. I want to say I was more scared in that first three to five years, Mark. Yeah. That your yeah. first two years, you think you can say whatever, right? And you saying everything. You got all the shocking jokes, the snarky shit, da da yeah. da You're just yeah. saying shit out of left field. And that shit works. But then after your first two, three years, you start shedding the, the low-hanging fruit material, and yeah. you start getting to yourself. Yeah, maturity. Like, what do I want to so, talk about? Yeah, you know, yeah. more about me. And that's when you're, when you're finding your voice between that, that three- to five-year mark, it becomes more tough because a lot of the times around that time, I, I, I would get a joke, but my aptitude to tell the joke, like the joke would be here. And it's like, oh, I got to hit it at this level. But my aptitude to tell a joke uh, got yeah. here. The tools. Uh, yeah, so tools. I had to be yeah. willing yeah. to bridge this gap that was there between, I know this joke is dope and I'm touching on a serious, sensitive topic, Yeah. but I don't want to play with it where people think- It's a joke. It's a joke. I yeah. want to be serious about it. So if you're tackling a serious subject- that's just more surgical you have to be. Yeah, no, yeah. we so talk it doesn't about, like, bother yeah. me today. Yeah. <clears throat> no, it doesn't bother me today. I want to get into all the serious stuff. I want to talk about everything from gays to trans to holidays to religion to veganism to anything that's going to... Because, I mean, some of the best shows are the shows to where... The audience feels a little polarized. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a split. You have like yeah. a 40, oh, yeah. 60 split. Yeah, it happens. You got I'm 40 people room, on your bro. side. Yeah, bro. Hey, it goes you crazy. You that roller coaster. <laughs> and you're like, y'all just wait till I get to this end because everybody's going to be back on board once I get to the end. And that's the that's the surgery, the surgery of it. It's like if you're skillful enough 
and you're willing to be as, as constructive as you can be and take people down this road, they're going to be there with you. But if people feel like you haven't done the, the comedic, because it's kind of like, it's like, it's like a sports. Like yeah. there's a comedy IQ. Just like people having football. There's a football, yeah. there's a basketball yeah, like, IQ. It's like how know, much you know where the pocket is? You know where yeah. the pocket is? Do you know how to read how much, the you defense? Know. Not, yeah. yeah, exactly. Can you, can you score? <laughs> exactly. Can you so play defense? It's a lot real. of it a lot I'm of it's the like, playoffs. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of it's like that. A lot of it's like that. It's like, what is your IQ and do you know how to read an offense and know how to read the defense to where you can move, call an audible if needed, and move seamlessly through through Material that might be, um, you know, fucking conflicting or like some yeah, heavy nah. shit. Yeah, anything can happen, bro. Um, how do you? I don't know. Like, <clears throat> what's the line for you? You know, like I feel like every man, every person, it's like there's a line. You know, um, and some people say there's no yeah. line. The, that's the thing. When when I was when I was first coming up, the line was like, oh, I don't want to talk about gay people. Okay, the line was like. Gay and trans, because I was like, these niggas run Hollywood. They do a thing. They gonna fuck up my whole. I'm gonna get blackballed, you know. Yeah, that was it. But I heard the last couple of Dave Chappelle's. Yeah, <laughs> and he's been uh, talking about it. Yeah, I mean, he's did it in a way that you know, no, he did it in the Dave Chappelle way. way. But um, I would say, like, no. To me, today, there's no line. It's just a matter of like being constructive. I rather, am I being more constructive? Or offensive, yeah. Like, so that, that, that's, that that's what I want to ask you. That's what yeah. I ask you because there's a lot of dudes that's just like in me and Aaron. We have certain topics, right? Like shit happens in the country. We have to get serious. We have to talk yeah, about. Shit. Talk we have about to talk it. about shit, right? So we can easily come in and slam dunk one side, but we make sure it's balanced mm-hmm. for a reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's comedians and it's artists out here that just do the slam dunk, and they think like they get a high five for that. Yeah, and that's that's when everything gets galvanized and people so, start picking sides and yeah. nobody's learning, nobody's yeah. constructive. Yeah, so I, that's why I wanted to ask you, like, it's better to be constructive, right? Way better to be constructive because like, I don't think these offensive people, right, when they're being offensive, I don't think they care about what they're talking about. They don't. Okay, yeah. they don't. And there's so many white comics <laughs> who are able to get away with not being as constructive. Yeah. With not being as aware and really leaning into the shocky and the offensive stuff, right? Well, Audiences that will back them up. There, there is markets for that. Like you, I mean, you like tour, said, so you can go to certain states and do certain jokes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, you just find like, that type hard. of audience that just reinforces what they think. And like, yeah, oh, yeah, hey, I'll, your jokes match up with what I'm thinking. Right. <laughs> right. I'll come pay for your shows. There right. You go. And it's, yeah, you know, yeah, vote the way you'll vote. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, right. It's very it's obvious. That, that's just like the same thing with politics for me. Like they just feed in the narrative, right? And people eat it said, up. Oh, being constructive, love how you talking, man. <laughs> yeah, no, um, being constructive is a one is is primary because that's how that's the only way you're gonna get a measurement of where your material is going and the reaction that you get from people is like. If a joke is good or bad, you will know based off the results. And the yeah. results will be in the music that you're playing in that audience. Yeah. They're going to let you know. Rah! You hit the wrong note. <laughs> rah, rah. Oh, you, that ain't Whoa. it. You know? Hell you. <laughs> I've seen some drunk people. Like, <laughs> tell me tell me about your worst experience. This is not even on the yeah, list. Yeah, no. Yo, this <laughs> worst is an interesting Yeah, worst experiences up there, dog. Okay. I've uh, seen some shit, bro. 
right, this is this is one that comes to mind. <clears throat> it was I did a small show at a a clothing store, and uh, I maybe get like four or five minutes into my material, and there was like a French woman in front of me, and she was Bonjour. like. Is this funny? She was just like, is this funny? I was like, I hope so. She was like, bro. She was like, this is not funny. You're way too cute to do comedy. This is not funny. But there was like only 10 people in the room and she was talking really loudly. Yeah. And it just off. It just threw my whole set off off the rails. Fucked up my bike and my tire, bro. What the fuck? I'm not getting I got to wobble the whole fucking way home now. I got seven more minutes. (laughs) I can't fucking think straight. I'm just up here, man. So, I mean, the way she interrupted and like how, I mean, it wasn't a big crowd. So it was just very obvious that she's now having this conversation conversation with me. Yeah. (laughs) And she's having this problem, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So that was one. But then I've had a... I had just had this experience out in Portland to where I didn't, it wasn't a bad set, but this is weird. I don't know if you guys have ever smoked cigarettes. Uh, have, you ever, have you ever quit yeah. something? Yeah, bro. I've quit things. I've smoked, uh, last time ciggies. I smoked a cigarette was well, I was with my bad friends and we were just behind the 7-Eleven. Doing hood rap things with my friends. It was the best time, bro. So, we should get those back. I was, I was like, <laughs> I was smoking spliffs heavily. Oh, you're a spliff. Yo. I was smoking like 15 yo. spliffs wow. a day, right? Yo. Me and Coke. Me and Coke was the spliff brothers, bro. right? The sliffy bros. So, um, I, I, me and some friends make an agreement to like do a water fast and we try oh. to get healthy. And in that fast, I'm like, well, I'm still going to smoke. And then I thought like, how am I going to get the benefits of the fast? If every time I try to do something healthy, I'm like, well, I'm still going to smoke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I'm still doing the one thing that I have hey, to listen, do. listen, man. You know? I switch over. I smoke, drink, one week apiece. One bag. Back and forth. That's pretty good. I like that. Swing, I like that. swing. Bang, bang. So I haven't gotten in trouble yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, what happened with me is I quit smoking tobacco. How was that? And that first two weeks, bro, it's devastating. The worst. Yo, your brain just devastating. Where is it? Everything. Where is that stuff? Minor convenience inconveniences, bro. Where is it? Big fucking problems. He used to hit my brain up with that. What's going Big on? Big fucking bro, problems. We go to Portland. Everything. Every every step of the way, I had to take a break. Like I had, I was having shortness of breath, I was nauseated, I was, I couldn't sleep, I had insomnia, no appetite, and I basically had to like sit in the bathtub because I felt like I was kicking, like heroin or some shit. Sheesh. It was Damn. bad. All up until we have a show in Portland, and the moment that I step out on stage, I'm like, "Yo, what's up?" I can already feel how shortness of breath uh, that I am. Fuck. And before I got on the stage, I was like, "Don't walk around." Why did I get up there and start walking around? Hey, everybody. Fuck. And I, I get like, you start hey, you telling a joke. Yeah. I start telling a joke. And my, oh, subcon- my mind was like, bro, you don't have the air, the wind to tell this joke because I felt like I had COVID. Like I had shortness of breath. So I was like, and I, didn't, I wasn't even fully there. So, man, the way that I entered a joke was completely off. The way that I exited the joke was completely off. And I basically got off stage. Like, All right, that's it. My time. <laughs> Done. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> I told like three jokes and I got off stage and I was like, oh my God. Horrible, Bruh. horrible experience, but definitely a learning one. What's your uh, biggest lessons as a comic? Oh, build your own thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. I wish I feel I like you can apply that to everything, though. Oh, we yeah. talked about that earlier, but let's really harp it on it. Like, you have to start, right? Like, pick up the camera, write the poem, sing the song, rap the rap, do it. And, bro, I remember it was just like Aaron's mom and my mom following the podcast page. Yeah. So, shout out our momskis, bro. Uh, yeah. uh, she was liking everything, too. Mom's like, holding it down. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? yeah. I can't wait to see the next episode. Uh, yeah. Uh, shout, out, shout out to mom. I'm yeah. watching AM, bro. Yeah. Man, like, yeah. That's what's up. Shout out to the moms, yeah, man. Yeah, shout out to down. the squad, bro. They do a lot, man. No, that's what it's all about. That's one of the things that I always tell comics and, like you said, any artist, any any work, uh, even entrepreneur, work that you do, bro. any, yeah, entrepreneur, bro, building your own thing, that has to be the best lesson that I learned. And that's like, no one was giving me the time that I wanted on stage until I booked myself. No one was even paying me the money that I wanted until I booked myself and negotiated for myself, you know, what that would look like. Build your own leverage. That's, bro, that's <clears throat> what pow- That's what power is. That's what power yeah. is. It, it, when you're an artist, it sucks, but given this history and, a, you know, capitalistic society we're in, you have to know the business as well. Yeah. You do. I understand and the game. It's too much on YouTube. It's too much on the internet. It's no excuse. It's 2023. These platforms have really These provided the best avenue for people to build themselves until you build up. your own leverage. They're yeah. not. You're yeah. not. You're not. No one's going to pay you like you're going to pay you. So for real. you're yeah. better off building yeah. your own thing and actually learning the ins and outs of what it's going to take. Like you said, the camera work, the production, getting people involved, getting an audience around it. So those are some of my my best experiences. It was like right before COVID, I was doing some backyard shows in Echo Park, and these were some of the funnest shows that I got to be a part of. Me and my boys, we produced them. We had dope comics who later be, got on SNL and later went off to do cool shit. Yeah, yeah. man. And we had time. them on our show, like, and it was a, such a special thing because even the shows were unique in the in the people that came, the makeup of the show, and it just felt like a party. It just felt like a low, low stress, like high fun. We had free food, free drinks, and we had quote unquote industry people there, just friends. I had friends from high school that have never came to see any of my comedy shows until I started having these backyard shows. (laughs) That's how it goes, bro. That's how it goes. goes, All the people who I was asking for spots. That's how it goes. Asking me for spots. That's how it goes, bro. Oh, man, you build it, they would definitely come. The the amount of people that used to hit me and Aaron, oh, little podcast. Little podcast. Can I go to the podcast? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, bro. Yeah, exactly. When am I coming on? Exactly. For sure, When am bro. I coming on? Exactly. You know, like that, and it's all good, man. Perspectives change, right? I don't want to punish anybody for oh, like, no. it's, you gotta no, no, bet, no. like, you gotta it's bet on yourself, right? Yeah. You said it. You gotta bet on yourself. Nobody's gonna believe you if you, you don't believe it. in you. You gotta bro. invest in yourself. I hate to say cliches. Invest in your own dreams. You gotta do it, bro. You, you gotta bleed it. out there. That's it. That's um, it. What are some of your best moments as a comic, like, up there? I know you had the one... Your yeah, first one, we knocked it out the park in Comedy Store. Okay, well, there's a couple that comes to mind. Um, best moments. I mean, even last week, the the newest, the most recent one that comes to mind is not last week. I want to say about two, three weeks ago. I was on a show that these these two guys, Scott and, and Michael, they're producers. <laughs> they put on a show that they do a benefit for animals. It's called Comedy for Animals. Them and they linked up with the vegan outreach and they 
took over the Dynasty Tight Rider off of Wilshire. And the Dynasty Tight Rider is like a historic, dope-ass venue theater. It's a theater. Its capacity is like 250. So they set up the show, and now this is like a vegan-themed comedy show. It's sold out. Tig Notaro <clears throat> is headlining, and it's me and three other comics. And I get there. They have food from Crossroads Kitchen, which is one of my favorite restaurants. We all ate fucking dope-ass food. They gave us this big-ass like swag bag of candy and T-shirts and shit. And uh, they start the show. I get out there, and I got to do 20 minutes of material that I've never done or probably only done like one or two jokes here and there because it was a lot of vegan material. Yeah, and so I usually don't do. Yeah. yeah, I usually don't do vegan material at a regular show. And it was so cool because typically a crowd is kind of more adversarial. They're kind of like someone that you might yeah, be going, no, like a challenger. It's like a big thing. <laughs> you know? It's a big thing. But yeah. <clears throat> this show, it didn't feel like that at all. It felt like immediately they were on my side. Did it feel yeah. like proof of concept? Because <clears throat> like, I know you're like, all right, I'm vegan. I'm making all these vegan jokes. When I go to the crowds, they don't fuck with the vegan jokes. Then you do this vegan spot. Get vegan swag. Get vegan food. This embrace the entire <laughs> narrative, right? That's proof of concept. It w- it was, and twenty minutes vegan material. And you I got it. to yeah. shut it down, and people, <laughs> man, I had this deaf woman come up to me, and she's signing the jokes that she appreciated. Wow, back oh, to me, yeah. telling me how much she enjoyed my comedy. Yeah, and I thought that was amazing, and that was That's a moment. Human, bro. That yeah. moment, that that experience on stage. Just reminded me why I do it. It took me back yeah. to like 13 years to ago right to the back comedy to the store. Passion, bro. Yeah, and I was like, man, this all is right. dope. This is enough to get me through 20 this, L's from now. Yeah, 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 fuck yeah, it, yeah. I'll take it. Oh, I can do this all day. I get a I w, do this all day. I get a W, man. This I'm fucking roller coaster's never shit, coming down. This yeah. shit's stuck right never here, bro. That, that, that one great tune. It was so great. That for When's sure. the next one? When's the next one? For real. For real. What's the next one? I'm like through? looking for that pure hit. That pure hit. Everything else yeah, has been stepped start. on. I'm hey. like, I need a pure hit of that shit. 21 Savage got that song, man. Step. <laughs> step in, bro. Yeah. I feel like the world's been stepping on me, bro. I started my job, right? <laughs> started my job. My job's remote. You need a laptop, right? Laptop breaks down. Oh, man. Hello, first day. Yeah, it doesn't work. Damn. <laughs> uh, I'm making a fool of myself. First day. All right, great. First thing, Monday morning. I gotta go get it fixed. I gotta go get it fixed. Now I gotta go to my boss house. Boss is super nice. Shout out my boss. Shout um, out. Yeah, it's good that I was able to turn it around. Yeah. But, you know, bro, I put my two weeks in. Like, I just paid rent. I, I just put all, I put all my marbles in one basket. Yeah. This, this gotta, gotta work, work out. This gotta, gotta work. work out. This yeah. ship can't sink. Bro, the right. laptop broke. I wanted to break that shit. I, I was I was heated. I, bet. I should just break you further. Yeah, like, I should <laughs> right, just, right, right, right. I should just break all this stuff. Right, that's how it to be. pieces. That's, that's how you, you want to be. be that's how it. I feel about. It. I'm like, I put so much into this. <laughs> but <laughs> there's, there's something fast. You know, after all that character, I got a new laptop. <clears> life and time. Life and time. No, it's it's you know. It's not the moment itself. It's how you respond to the moment. Yeah. That's yeah. everything. Yeah. That you is know? everything. So uh, as we take these L's. You get we better just, at it too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Dude. It's, <laughs> that week you were supposed to pull up, right? <laughs> Before everything happened to you. Sorry to happen. Yeah. <laughs> we can talk about that too. Yeah. Bro, we came down here. 
We do our little Bro. show in the room we don't book. We came down here with our box. <laughs> we had a whole box. All our little See stuff. That box? All our little Head stuff to the office. Here. Yeah. Nah. Some guy watching a movie. Uh, yeah, what was he watching, bro? Some car movie. He wanted to watch some guys drive a car. I was like, all right, that's no bro. podcast, but let's watch the guy drive a car. Let's do wow. that. I want to watch somebody drive. Bro, he probably wow. was with his kid having a moment. You never probably know. Was, you know? Sprite but, cars, man. That was a great movie. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, that guy was in the way that day. <laughs> nah, Literally nah, just turned right back guy, around. Bro. We were like, we, hey, yeah, we, just turned, we didn't argue. Right? The energy didn't go down. Right, because like when you do shit with people, Aaron's done it. Working with a crew of people, you're doing something with a bunch of people. Working with humans, the morale can go down real fast. Go down. Mm-hmm. One little bump in the road, that bump hit. We're like, nah, bro, the L slapped us right across yeah. the face. We're like, doesn't matter, bro. I don't feel nothing. Right right. Yeah, yeah, upstairs. yeah. Right back around, bro. All right up the stairs. Right up the stairs. Right up the stairs. That's how you be resilient in, in tough times. Honestly, yo, bro. This, like this has been the most popular I've been during the podcast. My group chat's going off. People are calling me. Shout out to everybody. I Shout out to everybody you. at home. I have a guest right here. <laughs> Sorry about that, sir. No, nah, it's all good. It's all good. I know how it is, man. It's ebbs and flows out here, man. It is. Me and my boy be talking about that. It's ebbs and flows. And people don't talk about the ebbs. Oh. Yeah. But they love to show you the flow. Hey, yeah, I love being good at it, bro. That's where the character's at, man. Yeah. You ever yeah. have like four days where you just read a book? I'm like, oh shit, look at that. <laughs> look at that. Look at that. Yeah. You got nothing to do. <laughs> and that can turn you around mentally. Yeah, no, it helps. It pen. helps, though. It helps. To recharge. To like, recharge. That was like my first thing I ever got to was reading. So like, it's yeah. always good to go back. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yes. I feel it. Fucking hell. Um, bro, how is it being on the road versus home? Like, you know, doing shows out of L.A.? How's that? Like the comparison? You know, uh, L.A. is an interesting town to do comedy in. I love doing comedy here, but there's nothing like having people travel, myself included, but having people like we did a show in Portland and like these three girls, two girls came up to us and was like, yo, we flew here from San Diego. Wow. We're bro. In We're in Portland, bro. And we've had people drive down from Arizona. We have people come out and see us from all over the place. And that shit just makes me feel like that's why you do it, man. That's why you do it. So definitely doing shows out of state is really fun just to see how the music plays with a different audience and seeing people coming out to you and stuff like that. But uh, man, any show where people appreciate me, I love doing it. I mean, being on the road is interesting because I always like to find what vegan food is. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm like, what yeah. they got out here in Mexico? Yeah, I'm what's like, going what's going on over here? What's going on out here? Mm-hmm. So what's on the menu? That's always cool. But I love like people showing their admiration and, and coming out. Like, yeah, no, in, that's in real a, love. In bro. a town that yeah. I to sell out a show in a town that you are not from. That's, that's cool, tough. and that's bro, what you yeah. guys are gonna, be, bro. You guys are gonna be able to do the same thing. Oh, you yeah, guys are gonna bro. be able to look at oh, the, look at yeah. the analytics, and people are gonna be like, "Yo, can y'all come to New Mexico?" I'm like, Tell sure, you, man. Fuck, fuck we go where the man, people bro. are, right? And go where the people are. It's a beautiful experience. And wherever they support yeah. you, go there, man. Don't yeah. stay yeah. stagnant. Because the thing we're not getting no love in your spot. All your marketing, exactly. Because the thing with doing shows in in your hometown is that you can't. Cash in the credit where you got it from. Ah, like I'm from LA, yeah, yeah. So I can't be around here like, man, I'm an LA comic. Yeah, yeah. That shit only works in New York. Yeah. When I'm in New York, people roll out the red. When I'm in Houston, bro, Houston shows so much love. 
when I was out there, they rolled out the red carpet. I was getting paid to do drop-in spots, which is unheard of. They rolled out the red carpet just because I, w- I know what I'm doing and I'm coming in from L.A. So LA the credit comic. of being an L.A. comic is prestige. Like, oh, the prestige. Yeah, but the prestige doesn't. You can't cash in the prestige where you got no. it. Yeah. It's like, like, fuck about you being well, like little Jimmy like, yeah, in the back, too. right? Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, Mr. Big Man now. Just don't... Look at him. <laughs> hey, guys, he's got a mic now. Oh, I guess we should all just I remember you be were an anchor in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Try to play I remember those like days. I'll be feeling like uh, Kanye West. Have you seen the documentary? <laughs> <laughs> you seen the documentary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They always try to play you when you back at home. Hey, look at this. Say Kane on the <laughs> Kane on the goddamn brochure. else. <laughs> they, hey, had a, they pay you when you back bro. at home. Bro, I go back home, you bro. Back home. All the stuff I get out here and I meet people and shake their yo, hands. Bro. I got a business card and shit. <laughs> but I was like, yo, go take out the trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't care about none, I don't of care none of that shit, bro. Go take out the trash, big dog. So here comes the filmmaker. Um, <laughs> it's the movies. Oh, how was LA? Yeah. Uh-huh. Is LA good? Uh-huh. Yeah. Hollywood yeah. star, <laughs> Steven Spielberg. Here We're not there. good enough for you here. Don't want to hunt. Yeah, bro. Um, bro. Do you find like there being a like difference in like audience energy in like rural towns in, in comparison to like city based audiences? Yeah, yeah. I think rural towns, depending on now, I got to do a lot of comedy in South Carolina, and that shout out South Carolina, was, shout uh, out. Very. That was a growing time for me art, art, artistically. Because um, there was one place to perform. It was like in the boonies, the backwoods of, of this, of like South Carolina. We we're, we we're like outside of Charleston at the time. And uh, bro, this place I would show up week after week to perform. And I had to follow, it was like a mixed mic before the dancing pursued, you know? Oh, so oh, I, had to, oh, I had to follow oh, like, I follow like a, <laughs> a poet. Oh, I had to follow a dancer and I had to follow a singer every week. Wow. And the dancer was hitting that shit. Oh, the so singer was singing people's panties off. The poet was speaking <laughs> to people's soul. And I then I go up there the street. and <laughs> I better be funny because the comedy there is kind of like what you're saying in the earlier. Like the comedy there is like. Yeah, punchline. So, yeah. and, and, and if you are distracting me from. Dancing with Miss Thickums right here with all that ass, mm-hmm. you Shut better up. be funny. You <laughs> better be funny because that was the vibe. It was like you were slowing down the club environment. Yeah, the momentum was to, to have yeah, people. Perform. Why didn't they have you at the top? <laughs> like just to get everybody loose. Yeah, then we know, get the singer. Then we get the poet. Yeah. Then we get the dance. I don't know. I don't do lineups. I, I don't do lineups. You know I do what? podcasts. I wasn't. I wasn't, I wasn't in control in it of it myself, but. uh Man, I grew a lot as an artist there because it just taught me how to be in, how to be in the moment, how to come up off the off the top, you know, with some funny shit, how yeah. to actually work yeah. with the crowd. Like that's a big thing. Because a lot of comics, you will get so like those first 3 to 7 years, a lot of people get really caught up in like the material and what they put on paper, trying to have a set. And with the set, you get like almost like people turn it into a monologue to where it feels like you're kind of just saying it. Yeah, because if it yeah. doesn't hit the crowd, right? But th- that's their set. That's all they got. So they're just gonna keep doing that. I've they, seen it. Yeah, I've seen, bro. I've been to a comedy show like three or four times in a night. Yeah, or not in a night, but like in the nights. Yeah, doing the same thing. I'm like, all right, cool. Like sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's not. But it's the crowd too. 
It is the guy before you. It's the guy after you. And the crowd wants to know, like, you don't want to just be up there having a conversation where it looks like you're having a conversation with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. There's be, 60 yeah. people in front of you. They're like, talk to us. Mm. Don't what just about talk now? at us. <laughs> talk with us. Now, yeah. also one girl that's yelling at like, I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I felt like I was the problem. So <laughs> I was like, right. not going to get you this time. I don't want to follow the show up after this. But, you know, have a great night. <laughs> be like that. For real. Hey, speaking of that, bro, announce anything upcoming, anything you got going. Shout out your Instagram. Shout out your YouTube. Shout out anything and everywhere you're going at. Or where uh, we can find you at. Find Please, statements. Find me on the IG, Stephen Marcus Relaford. Stephen with the V. M-A-R-C-U-S, how you spell Marcus, and Relaford is R-E-L-E-F-O-R-D. You find me on IG, you can basically get a hold of all my other shit there. You can email me if you're trying to book me for a show, MarcusWoke at iCloud.com. And uh, where am I going to be at next? I got a 420 show tomorrow over at uh, in the Merck Park. And uh, I'm actually going on at four o'clock. I'm doing a 20 minute set. Damn. <laughs> and then D, D Smoke is uh, yeah, D yeah. Smoke is coming in up to follow me. So that's gonna be fun. Yo, and then lit, I'm bro. doing the Laugh Factory this Sunday for Chocolate Sundays. This Sunday? This Sunday. What time? Uh I believe it's seven or okay. maybe eight. Okay. Maybe eight. Yeah, and then One uh the free days. <laughs> yeah, pull up Sunday <laughs> if you guys are available. And then as far as like what's majorly coming up. Man, I'm just stay stay on the lookout because I plan on doing some more shows again. Like I've been through so many times and different life and times of uh, life and times hey, of building my own yes. thing. Like I've went from building my own shit in the backyard to building my own shit at a club to building my own shit with other people, and now I'm just like trying to pivot again into like, all right, this is gonna be the next thing. So. Within the next month or two, I'll have something on the on the calendar that's going to be consistent out here in L.A. where you can find me all the time. But, um, yeah, man, I wanted to give you guys this. Now, this is a relic. This oh, is a relic. Shit. It's a relic because there's no CD players oh, that exist. Shit. But, like, DJ bro. AC the PD says, if you don't bro, have a tape player or a CD a player DVD or a vinyl, player, bro. you yeah. better get one. I yeah, no, I don't let the it, I got a DVD player for the hard times because I know it might get there. Don't let the times this on my laptop. change you. Yeah. You change the time, okay? Don't no, let the I times like change you. A lot of people are like, oh, we ain't got the... No. Get you no, guys to play that this. shit. Get yourself a DVD. Now, on, it might have... We it, grew up on bootlegs, dog. <laughs> now, <laughs> it, now it's, a, it's a comedy album, and it may not be EQ'd right, so make sure you turn your system down before <laughs> you turn <laughs> Before you turn up. All right? This is the life of Tom's. <laughs> Tap in and Shout out anybody that's listening. Shout out anybody that's streaming. Streaming your sleep. Streaming when you're awake. Listen to his comedy. Listen to us on Life and Times. Have a great night. Always. Fantastic night, everybody. Tap in and friend. Man, thank y'all, man. Fantastic, bro. Come on now.